I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Silly Cobra. We talked a little last week about serpents, the most villainous of animals in the good book, the Jungle Book. Despite having a bad rap, snakes are probably second only to spiders as common phobia. Snakes are very cool animals. Sharp fanged dinosaur faces, lithe movements, and surprising speed. Personally, I've had very few encounters with snakes. In the UK, we had nothing bigger and scarier than slow worms. And while Japan does have true snakes, and I do spend a lot of time wandering in the mountains alone, I've only spotted one dead one and one live one, which I gave a wide berth and left to its devices. Perhaps I'd feel differently about our long friends if I lived in a desert area where nasty reptiles could nip my heels on a regular basis. Silly Cobra is a pale snake with a gloomy face and a big pouch on its neck, similar to the frill of a cobra, but filled with sand. It has a cute curly little tail and big puffy nostrils which it uses to shoot sand. The name combines silicon, the major component of sand, and cobra. The Japanese name, Sunahebi, is even simpler. Suna means sand and Hebi means snake. Pokemon Sword tells us, as it digs, it swallows sand and stores it in its neck pouch. The pouch can hold more than 17 pounds of sand. Now, as a Brit, when I hear pounds, I don't think weight so much as financial worth, and sand is not very expensive, so 17 pounds of sand is probably a lot. Pokemon Shield tells us, it spews sand from its nostrils. While the enemy is blinded, it burrows into the ground to hide. We talk about snakes being sneaky and throwing sand in someone's eye is literally the textbook dirty fighting move. But sand attack has been part of Pokemon since day one. I like Silly Cobra, I can't lie. At level 36, it will also be impossible for you to deny it when it evolves into Sandaconda. Sandaconda has a round thing in its face, or more accurately, around its face. The sand pouch grows to a comically large size, resembling a lion's mane or a car tire. Sandaconda curls its body as well, so that when viewed from above, it looks like what could charitably be described as a helping of soft serve ice cream. Sandaconda's name, of course, comes from sand and anaconda. The Japanese name, Sadaija, combines sa from the English word sand and daija, or serpent. None of the other names in this family are as clever as Silly Cobra. Both of Sandaconda's Pokedex entries refer to blowing out sand. Sword tells us, when it contracts its body, over 220 pounds of sand sprays from its nose. If it ever runs out of sand, it becomes disheartened. While Shield tells us, its unique style of coiling allows it to blast sand out of its sand sack more efficiently. This manifests for the Pokémon in a unique ability. 
Sand Spit means that when Sandaconda is hit by an attack, it creates a sandstorm. In the weather-heavy Sword and Shield metagame, with Dynamax attacks creating rain and sunshine left, right and centre, being able to throw a spanner in opponents' works like this is handy. If that isn't enough, Sandaconda also has a Gigantamax form. In Gigantamax form, Sandaconda stands upright, perhaps held steady by the swirling storm of sand which rotates around it. Sandaconda was actually the first Gigantamax raid Pokémon I was able to encounter and catch, and I then used it in the Toxtricity raid. I mentioned in my Dreadnought episode that having a G-Max form on an all-new Pokémon felt a little like cheating us out of a true evolution. Sandaconda doesn't quite feel the same way, as it doesn't change that much physically, instead performing a constant action. It probably feels like a different mode or form, rather than a whole separate Pokémon. As with many Gigantamax monsters, the Pokédex starts talking about some ridiculous power levels. Sword tells us, Its sand pouch has grown to tremendous proportions. More than one million tons of sand now swirls around its body. Pokémon Shield tells us, Sand swirls around its body with such speed and power that it could pulverize a skyscraper. Sandaconda is a classic Pokémon design, combining goofiness, cuteness, and a dangerous cool in what almost resembles a real animal development. I do want some. Music for Luke Loves Pokemon is by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Grimes. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to help me be able to keep hosting them online, please consider supporting the show at patreon.com slash lukelovespkmn. Just a dollar a month is a big help, and in return you can listen to episodes a week early. You can also help me out by spreading the word among fellow Pokemon fans, or by getting in contact and having your say about upcoming monsters. Next week, we'll cover another goofy but fun Pokemon, Cramorant. I'd love to hear from you about that or any monster, so please get in touch on Twitter or Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN. I love Silly Cobra. And remember, I love you too.